Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to find out how Aaron Eckhart's latest horror film didn't have what it take took to scare its way into the top five. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's... Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I feel like we're welcome. missing something there. Don't oh, we didn't have our cheesy music. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. But still, look at that. That was Sorry. pretty cool. Old school way. Yeah! Yeah, yeah. See, that gets me going. That gets me in the mood. (laughs) You, if you could see in the studio, Quinn went from like zero to sixty just (laughs) as that little diddy came popping on there. I heard one note, and that's all. It's like boom. Hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This is the show where we talk about the box office that was, and then we, Quinn. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you. Yes. yes. Prognosticated about the box office the week to come. I'm one of your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. And hey, guys, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. And we have our other Holy co-host cow. back. I know. I'm, I'm, sitting in, I see, I'm sitting in DJ Richie Sky's seat. And you know what? I feel great. Yeah. It feels like he left some residual sparkle here. Oh, look at that. You know? I, I know uh, Sky Patterson. Uh, sad yeah. to see that Richie's gone, but happy that Quinn is in this place right And there. you guys can follow me on Twitter at Quinn Scillian. We and, need our chat up. Yeah, and folks, you can like us on Facebook. Yeah. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to pull up the chat in just a second so you guys can chime in on what you thought about this weekend's movie results and I, uh, as we talk about this weekend to come. I, sorry, I was going to say, I'm like, I like it's like the lady side. Yeah. And the Ooh. gentleman side. It's like a, it's like a middle school dance. <laughs> a little awkward moment. Who's going to make that first move? And more girls than guys. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, so I guess we'll get this out of the way here. Richie Sky, unfortunately, has an event to work tonight, so he will not be joining us. And he will not be here to uh, just get the, uh, well, I guess he wouldn't be too he sad lost. if he lost his bet. Ah. Yes. Uh, the results of the box office bet, we'll just get that out of the way because Incarnate did not really scare up much of a box office. No. Only got $2.6 million there. Way less than any of us predicted. What did we say? Like six? Uh, we said, I think we did seven each. Seven. We, we tied on seven. seven and Richie went 12. All right, so you, guys, know, you guys were going low. Oh, we yes. were. We've had a couple that were like, yeah. oh, we should go low. But it's funny, twice, we've Frank and I have guessed the same numbers. There you go. Carrie and I are just dialed in. Look right. We are now on these yes. flops. I think you, guys <laughs> too, you guys have spent too many Monday nights together. I think yeah, I you know. That's right. Oh, they're all happy to have oh, you back, look at as this. we are, too. The chat Yay. is excited. Hi, guys. Oh, got the gang back together. There you go. Yeah. Quinn is like a returning celebrity. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I know during your time away, you've made sure to go see Max Steele. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she will reserve like, her gentleman yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really good what else do you need to know uh, oh alright thanks what was your favorite scene of Max Steel Quinn the first one. Oh, the first one oh, like it okay. okay there you go very cryptic I enjoy it uh, Media Shack already there you go any excuse of Richie Sky going away yes yep uh, so let's talk, let's just jump right into it, Quinn. I know yep. it's been a while. You so, sure have. Yes, we'll just ease back into the waters and let's talk about this top five from the Speaking weekend. Speaking of waters. Yeah. Speaking of yes, look at that. <laughs> too good. Too good. Moana kept its title Woo! there at the top of the box up for the, for the second week here domestically. Uh, $28.373 million. I always root for the animated movies, too. Me, too. And it's a good one, too, so I'm happy. Did you, everybody see it? No, you have not have seen, seen it yet, have you, Quinn? Okay, if I'm going to be completely... I'm just going to put this out into the atmosphere right gotcha. now. We live in L.A. Pretty soon, all these screeners are just going to end up 
oh, in rotation. And I'm just going to get to watch everything from the comfort of my own home. So that's why it's like a little bit hard for me to want to make the push to go to the mm-hmm. theater right now. Fair because enough. I know in two seconds someone's going to be like, oh, hey, you know, here's a, I don't know. Well, it's a very specifically arrival. LA thing, but true. What? I said yes. It's a very, yeah, very specifically specific thing LA to LA. But, yes. but they think that's why yeah. maybe I haven't been making the making the push to go to the sure. theater. Did you see it yet? Did I've you? seen it twice. Oh, okay. Yes. What wow. Do I, uh, what do you think now after a second viewing? The the, the issues that I still I, it's still a fun movie, but the yes. issues I still had with it. Uh, what were the issues? Crazy. Yeah, remind me what yeah, your issues were. Yeah, a little refresher. Uh, just the uh, certainly at the end of the film we have the two uh, our uh, two characters. Uh, I yes. felt like the one that had the bigger character journey to make. Oh, right. Is kind of off camera for a lot of that. And I feel oh. like, okay. And it felt very cliche. Like when one person says, bit. you know what, uh, you're you're on your own. Yeah. But when the big moment comes, I wonder who's going to come back in. You know, it's a kid's out. movie. Sure. Yeah, but it felt they like. They get some leeway. But we've had a big year for kids' movies. Maybe we've got to yeah. start, you know, That's hey guys, raising the some, gauntlet a little. Maybe. Maybe. Let's not forget Storks. Let's guys. not yeah. ever uh, forget Storks. Did you like. Oh, and then since you haven't seen it yet, make sure to stay through the credits. There is a post credit scene. I did know that. I, I heard did, that there what, was a little. Did you like the post credit I did. Okay. It was nice. I even liked the little short if he's in the theaters, the little short they had in front of it, too. Yeah, I did like the first short. It was very funny. Good use of, um, I really enjoy how these shorts that they put in front of the movies, how um, they're kind of a simplistic idea, but then they like take it another direction. Yes. Because you're like, oh, because I, I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it was just like, oh, yeah, that's so, a way we think of some things, but then let's take it a step further. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, and uh, just a repeated gag. Uh, that yes. they'd go through. I thought it was uh, very yeah. enjoyable. Yes. The, the little callbacks yeah. to that and how that built the course of the short. Really nicely done. Uh, yeah, they're really, they're really, uh, I think there's only been one that I really didn't get. Uh, I think the, the lava, the volcanoes one from a few it's years okay. ago. I lava you? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's okay. I yeah. love Birds on a Wire. That's been one of my favorite ones. Yeah. That yeah. one just, do you remember that one? The, it's like the all little chubby oh, yeah. birds and it, then the big stork thing. Yes. And then, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it goes, what? and they all fly. <laughs> That's, it was one of those. That one just day got I spent me. a whole day just watching all of those shorts. Yeah, you can watch them all together. Yeah, That's great. yeah, and, I, and all of a sudden I'm sitting here totally at a blank for some. I mean, there, I love a lot of them, but I, I'm having the a snow man, the snow globe. Oh yeah, the snow globe. Oh, yeah. that one's so good. Mm-hmm. You're right. There, that of course is the the word of uh, wisdom there from the booth, James. Thank you, James. Yeah. We're all back. The together. voice in the sky. Yes, we've done it. The eye in the sky. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's like um, Ed Harris in Truman Show. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alvin uh, in the chat feels convinced that Storks will, Storks will win the Oscar for Best Animated yeah. Feature. Thank you, Alvin, with your tongue firmly in cheek on that one. No, what, well, do, you, what uh, do you guys think is going to win? It's going to be Utopia, Moana, and Kubo. Um, I think those are all good contenders, those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I yeah. would agree with that, yes. Um, you don't think we're going to see Finding Dory different. in there? Uh, oh, actually, yeah, Finding Dory. It could Dory. be. Yeah. yeah. I, I would think well, they would. I think it would get I in there. I don't know if it would. Yeah. You know how, like, over the years they've increased the numbers of nominees? Like, in the past, I remember it was, like, five. And then one like year it was, 10, like, ten. Yeah. But I also feel like Finding Dory could win because it's often just, like, oh, it's Pixar. And then just, like, the default. They won't even yeah. watch it. They'll just, like, no, wait, Pixar's always yeah. good. We'll just vote for that. Yeah. But Did if they watch it, there's a lot of good stuff to see. And I, but I also think Zootopia had so much hype in terms of like, you know, the kind of social relevance and all that. Like I could see Zootopia taking it. Did you guys see that? I think I linked to way back when, but I forget what for. um, I think it was the last round of awards was how uh, Adam ruins everything of how awards uh, Mm -hmm. shows are kind of irrelevant. I'm like. (sighs) <laughs> but I it really does too. ruin everything. You know, but we've all <laughs> talked about how movies can be award-winning, and you just personally don't enjoy them, and vice versa. Movies that are amazing don't have awards. So yeah, yeah. 
Guys, once uh, you know Transformers, uh, the the new Transformers film, sure not to be elected uh, for nominated for another award film, uh, uh, for award for twenty seventeen. It'd be a shame. So, one more time. That, that was a terrible sentence that I just came oh. out of my mouth. But the new <laughs> Transformers film, they re- yes, the new Transformers film, they just released a trailer of it. I doubt we'll see that any mm-hmm. uh, sort of awards contention. For oh, speaking of trailers, what do we all think of the Guardians two trailer? I actually didn't watch that one, but I watched the <gasps> Baby Groot. You know, <laughs> I want to. I'm sorry, but I watched. Did you guys watch the Mummy trailer? No. Yes. That's, I'm. Uh, right. Think? I'm like. Uh, well, I, I remember reading some comments, and people were like, "Well, it's more based on the original film because the Mummy with Brendan Fraser isn't. That's a remake as well." Yeah. Um, I like that it's so because I grew up. I loved the Brendan Fraser one. I loved it. It was so cool when it came out, and you're just like, my friends and I saw it, and even the subsequent. Ones, I almost feel like kind of it's almost sounds like a cult classic it, at this yeah, point. It's one of those like yeah. even it, it's kind of action comedy, uh-huh. but that's what I liked about it. But this one is so different that I'm like, okay, it's I don't feel like it's encringing on like my the one I enjoyed before because I'm like, oh no, it's a totally different take, different like the new one. Uh, if you guys don't know, it's Tom Cruise, and so you're like, oh, different vibe. Though in the trailer, his screaming sounds so stupid. I, yeah. Go watch it. The screaming, I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. He like, it's just dumb. But the action of it looks really cool, and so it'll, it looks like a darker movie, like darker action, which I'm like, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll probably say. Oh, like, you're like. Mm. I don't know because I feel like Universal has been trying so, uh, yeah. for a while to try to kind of figure out how they want to approach this mm-hmm. this rich uh, kind of legacy that they have. Yeah. And kind of spinning it to a modern audience, yeah. especially with the age of the franchise, mm-hmm. to try to kind of catch up with that. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like ready made of sorts where you can kind of yeah. combine all yeah. these monster movies and make your own sort of kind of monster universe. Mm-hmm. But it almost seems, and I enjoy Tom Cruise tremendously. Maybe not every one of his films is great, but I don't right. think you can ever be disappointed by a Tom, yeah. Ru- Tom Cruise performance. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like. Do you, I, in a way, I was watching it. It's like Tom Cruise almost feels like he's too big for this movie. Like Tom Cruise, like is slumming oh, it in a moment. Okay, film. well, it, okay. Then that's that hard debate of like how often we we talked about star power the last couple episodes and um, how much is it like should we be giving other actors a chance to get in it to become the next star power? Like uh, you know, some TV shows lately they're coming out, especially like ones on Amazon or Netflix, where they have like one or two big actors, and then there's these all these new people, and you're like, oh, I love seeing these new actors. So I feel like maybe the Mummy they should have had, could they have had someone else then, or are they using Tom Cruise like because people were almost like, eh. like the Kingsman, where you kind of had the lead be this kid that nobody yeah, really knew who exactly. he was, and he was just really charming and. And that really propelled his career. He did, you know, that eagle, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, I think that, like, I do think that, you know, and then they also obviously had Samuel Jackson and, like, yeah. uh, a bunch of other people in that movie. But I think that, like, that, for me, is a great way to set up kind of new talent is, you know. Exactly. And Although, but, but I enjoyed The Kingsman tremendously, but once mm-hmm. Colin Firth kind of exited the film, mm-hmm. I was like, I really don't care about that kid as much. I oh, did not. Okay, I, fair I, enough. I, Colin Firth was just so Colin engaging. Colin Firth is so fun. Yeah. During That's that whole hard. Come on. Yeah. yeah. No, you're no, you're absolutely right. But I do think that, like, I I do think I find myself drawn to movies where uh, where the star power is a little is a little less. Because mm-hmm. I guess there's two ways to look at it. You think like, uh, did Tom did uh, Tom Cruise see something in the script? It's like, wow, this is really cool. I really want to do something like this. Or did he just lose a bet? He's got to do this, and oh, the yeah. movie's not that great. And you're like, no, but also we've I seen so know. much Tom Cruise this year. Like, is anyone yeah. like Jones in for more Cruise? I, 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 I don't feel like a, a Tom Cruise movie is coming my way, especially if it's an action movie. More, mm-hmm. It's more of like mm-hmm. a drama piece. I feel like Tom Cruise in an action movie is pretty much a no-brainer. I think, I think you're going to enjoy mm-hmm. the experience. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, I think it's Adelia. Uh, well, they want, in our chat, said, uh, well, they want to establish a monster, monster cinematic universe, 
and to gain traction in the era of comic book movies, they had to get names. That's actually an excellent theory there. I, I like that. That's a good way to look at it. Of I, Right now, it's it's the Just comic book movies are huge. Genre. And so if they're trying to reboot monsters... Names but, help. Yeah, I mean, name, but I guess there's one thing to be said. Like, just give me a quality story because True. I don't think it doesn't matter how yeah. big the star is going to yep. be. It might give you a Wait, great you opening want a weekend. Quality story film. I mean, yeah. like from Hollywood. I know. I mean, like, what? Look, at, look at Moonlight. <laughs> like, we don't have like a whole lot of huge names in that. Right. Like, that thing is taking yeah. off. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just it resonates. And you yeah. look at the Marvel films, I and mean, they were using, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was not in the best spot in Hollywood at that time when Iron Man first came out, and it really kind of resurrected his career. Yeah. And they've kind of taken lesser known you know, Chris Evans. Well, I mean, he was. Fine actor, but nothing mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, yeah. yeah. So I kind of wish the Universal would have kind of just taken more characters, that uh, actors that could be on the cusp, so to speak, and then have them kind of elevate along with the material. Yes. Yeah. But I guess we'll uh, see. I'll be curious to see how this all comes together. I feel Very like the, true. Because the original Mummy, uh, I'm sorry, the Brendan Fraser Mummy, I felt like it It was a movie I almost wanted to like. Because it's like, it, I just like you the comedy like part. It? I do uh, part of it, it's like I wish they kind of would have stripped out some of the comedy. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted okay. to be more action and adventure. And a little less of the comedic beats. Sometimes, like, comedic beats get a little, ugh, all right, great. Like John Hanna, really great actor, but sometimes, like, oh, enough of him. Enough of him being, like, the, the fumbling brother. Like, oh, move along, please. Let's just do some cool scenes. Uh, so, yeah, so that's our little uh, that's trailer talk here. A new mm-hmm. segment here on Box Office Breakdown. <laughs> breaking this down. Uh, we'll get back into the, uh, the top five right here. Coming in at number two at the box office, uh, we've got good old be- Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. And where to find them? Eddie Redmayne, uh, Eddie Redmayne staying strong there at the box office. Another eighteen point five million. Did you catch this one yet? Nope. I'm really, which I'm really disappointed. Like this is the one that I'm most disappointed in mm. myself for not having seen, um, because I just keep being like, I. Kn- it's getting to the point where like all the movies are coming out, and now all of a sudden there's so much to see. And it like they start to like it. It starts to get a little overwhelming, but mm-hmm. still, like through all of these wonderful movies that come out, like, that's the one. I'm like, I really have to go see that just out of my pure allegiance to my Potterhead self. <laughs> okay, but right, I, um, right. but yeah, I mean, yeah, I just haven't, I just haven't gotten my butt over to the theater, and it makes me sad. So I would guess out of all of the three of us, uh, even Richie Sky, you're probably the biggest Potter fan. Out I of would us. say that's probably. Have you read all the books? Multiple, multiple times. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I, yes. I read the first book and I've seen all the films. I'm a, I'm a fan of the movies. I've seen, the, yeah, I've seen the yeah. films as I've well. Seen the films multiple times. Yeah, no, I'm I'm on I'm on Pottermore. I used to go to wow. um, MuggleNet.com. <laughs> I used to read the fan fiction. Oof. Don't worry, we got all those bases covered. All right, so now for you yep. then. Is this a story that you uh, want to see told, or is it just? It, were you just satisfied with it, just reading about it? Well, about like, the Devil Door Grindelwald. You know, battle I gotta tell you, it's it's interesting because with Cursed Child, the play that she released, mm-hmm. I was, you know, I think as a piece of as a piece of theater, it was really really cool. I think for where it was and how I feel about the Potter universe, there are some things that I wanted to take from it, and some things that I wanted to leave. Right. And that is my hesitation going into Fantastic Beasts because, you know, J.K. Rowling has this kind of annoying habit where she keeps wanting to dip back in and and, and clarify things or change things or talk about things, which is sometimes annoying because you're just like, can't we just let something great just be? Um, And so that makes me nervous. But on the other side of that is I just want more Potter all the time. I just love this universe. I love to be a part of it. It's like it's so steeped in like my childhood and growing up. The nostalgia is real, folks. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of where it's hard because it's like I want more of it, but I also want it to be kind of what it what it was to me when I was growing up and everything. And how and it's 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 a difficult coin to decide how much I want that 
that memory to be affected. I want, I'll want. i do a little shameless plug here. Have you watched uh, Severus Snape and the Marauders? It's a Harry Potter fan film. No, I haven't. And it's uh, James Potter, Snape, and all the team as uh, just graduating from Hogwarts. Oh, really? As young adults. Oh, it's a, and it's a film? It's on YouTube. It's a short oh, film. Oh, I gotta watch it. So yeah, guys, <laughs> uh, I interviewed uh, the director and actors from that, and you can see that interview as well. But it's a really, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, I highly do recommend Severus, Snape, and the Marauders, and it's a short film, and it's actually excellent effects, too, for a short film, and... Speaking of films and stuff, and power to the, like, indep- it, like yeah. we're talking about this, independent filmmakers, and just, like, you know, people like you, yourselves out there watching, like, anybody can make a movie, it's just, like, if you have a passion for it, you can make something. Mm-hmm. It, uh, is it, uh, does it seem fan fiction-y at all, or does it seem like, no, this seems like a nice little piece of story. Oh, it, it, it is, it's fan fiction. Really, I mean, no, no, it, it's really, uh, it's a piece of history. Is it any piece of fiction or not written by her, technically? Yeah, fan I mean, it's a fan fiction, um, <laughs> but it seems very uh, fitting, like, I don't know much of the history of, like, uh, Harry Potter's fathers, and I thought, and his mother. And so I thought this was really interesting. And as well, they did an excellent job casting because these people kind of look like young versions of the actors that are in the films. And I'm like, okay, there's a couple of them. You're like, whoa, like, good job with casting because they, like, you visually go, yeah, that that looks kind of like them. And that really helps you as a viewer go attached to it of, like, yeah, yeah, this fits in with that world. All right. So, uh, Quinn, we are looking forward to hearing seeing when you uh, mm-hmm. hear from when you when <laughs> yeah. you see the film. There, you're fantastic. Peace. Yeah. Yes, uh, number three, we've got the arrival from Paramount Pictures, seven point three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Carrie and I have both seen that film, so we've discussed our feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quinn, are you excited? Are you a science fiction person at all, or no? Well, I have to see this because I did lose the bet this week. That yes. week, so I have to see this movie. And I got to tell you, when when it was first coming out, I was kind of like I could take or leave it. And now, word of mouth has gotten me wanting to go see this thing. Interesting. Oh, all yeah. right. There you go. I mean, it's, it's I don't, not from our words of mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all didn't like it? I had friends no, who really did. No, it's like, yeah. it's fine. Not yeah. dislike it. Yeah. It's more. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. fine. It's fine. fine. Yeah. 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 That's, fine. So I'll wait for the screener for this one for sure. Like, maybe don't go spend money on this one. Uh, only if you do a double feature. Yeah. There you go. Do a yeah. double feature. Or Manny. Yeah. Manny. Be, like, steal from someone is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just, no, no, just I, you know, rob someone. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you assume no that? No offense to rival, <laughs> you know. But. Uh, All right. Well, then we won't press it. All yeah. right. Uh, coming in at number four, uh, Brad Pitt's new film, Allied, from Robert Zemeckis. Also from Paramount Pictures. It's a little over $7 million. See, this, speaking of star power, this one I would go see just for Marion Cotillard. Interesting. Love Just for her, her, love her, love her so much. Wow. Because we both were like, meh. Yeah. Yeah, even Richard was her? like, eh. No, the movie, like, wanting to see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not I guess I heard the that. movie. We're like, eh. Now, this, we, we also talked about trailers, I think, last week, like how, to, how one advertises a film. I saw a different version of this trailer, and it made it look so much more exciting that I'm like, okay, cool. Because the one trailer I saw is like, it's 50-50. She's, she's a traitor or she's not, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, well, I don't really care. Like, that didn't get me in. But then there was like an action trailer that told you very little of the story and just made it exciting. I'm like, okay, I want to see that movie. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, like- it's a completely different trailer. I mean, I mean, with trailers, doesn't it sometimes always feel like less is more? Yes. Uh, I mean, you hate a trailer where you go, well, nah, damn, now I've seen the entire movie yes. and I haven't even, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, only sometimes. There's those movies that you're always on the fence about that you're like, I'm glad I saw the whole thing because now I don't need to see that movie in the theater. But I almost feel like instead of having like one long, like, you know, three minute trailer, give us like maybe a couple, like a couple short ones yeah. that are maybe a little less inclusive that are, mm-hmm. but are just different or yeah. something. As opposed to like those trailers that really do plot out your entire, the entire movie. Yeah. 
Which is how I felt about um, that the Gabrielle uh, Union Christmas movie that came out, like Almost Home or something like that. Almost Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, that right? one. Was it? Yeah, Almost Christmas. Almost basically, Christmas. basically yeah. plotted out the entire movie oh, okay. in in yeah. the, in the trailer. No, oh, which is fine. Yeah, <laughs> that I wasn't rushing out to go see it. Yeah. Well, I'm just, just as an example. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, but like Marion Cotillard, not. I don't dislike her, but she's not one of the like an actress or an actor that gets me jazzed to go see a film that she's. Yeah, in. <sighs> I love her. Just like, what's your favorite movie of hers? I just all really liked how good how good she was in um, in Inception. Hmm. I thought she I thought it was so lovely and nuanced, and okay. also like a lot of a lot of other ones probably, but that's okay. the one that comes to mind. No, like, cool. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, or yeah, that was the last Batman film, right? Christian uh, Christopher Nolan one. That was yes. yeah. So she was in there as well. So yeah. mm-hmm. Quinn not really caring. Sorry, I'm reading. <laughs> We're checking the chat. <laughs> checking chat. Yeah. All right, coming in number five as we're uh, talking about uh, the Universal building their franchises. Yeah. We've been talking about that. Let's go back to Marvel's franchise that they've been making since 2008 there with the Iron Man, or I guess you mm-hmm. could say a little earlier with the Ed Norton's Incredible Hulk, even though they recast him with Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Strange from Disney, $6.4 million added to its total. Do we have any idea why Fight Club is on like the number top ten list on iTunes right now? Maybe people just want to get in a fight. They just want to fight. Uh, First I don't rule know. of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Right? Sorry, James. You're right. Fair enough. Sorry, we can't talk yeah. about it. Moving Sorry, on. <laughs> uh, now, Richie Sky, he was kind of on a, on a media sabbatical for a little while, much like yourself, Quinn. Mm-hmm. His two films that he wanted to see once he got off of that were Doctor Strange and Inferno. So uh-huh. other than Doctor, other than uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, what is the other film that you're dying to see? Um, I really want to see Moana, just because I'm trying to like know what's going on. That one seems like kind of <laughs> in. Or if you're still, do, still doing stuff with kids, highly recommend that one. It's a good um, one with kids. But yeah, the one the ones I really wanted to see are Manchester by the Sea, and I want to see Moonlight, and I wanted to see um, La La Land, and I haven't seen yes. any of those yet. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are definitely like kind of the top of my list. Huh. All right. I feel like those are the ones that like, all right, I feel like the uh, bigger odds of those coming to me in screeners than, uh, like, Doctor Strange, probably. But, but Doctor Strange, that. I already saw that one. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, mm-hmm. what did you think of Doctor Strange? Um, I, I liked it. I thought we talked about it right okay, after cool. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was I was cool with it. All right. Cool. Uh, yep. So our international numbers here, uh, War, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them has led for the third frame in a row. Newt Scamander is, and his errant creatures grabbed another $60.4 million in 67 markets to take the offshore total to $424.4 million worldwide. Ooh. They've also got another uh, 608 that they basically their total worldwide is $608 million on their way to $700 plus million. And that's still another solid week ahead of them before Rogue One comes out, uh, which releases December 14th overseas. So that total can go up even further. Uh, Moana, meanwhile, as we're talking about that, number one domestically, it's also got another uh, global cum of uh, $177.4 million after adding $32 million overseas with openings in Russia, France, and more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Breaking in some dough. Disney's mm-hmm. got a lot to be happy about here with the domestic box office hitting a record two, uh, 241, uh, $2,491,000 uh, through Sunday for a new industry milestone. Wow. Plus, the studio crossed the $4 billion in international box office for the first time ever. $4 billion. Yes. That's so much money. There you go. Globally, the year-to-day <laughs> box office is $6.57 billion. And that's before Rogue One opens as well. So uh, Disney's not Dude. doing too bad this year. And it's that rake and raking the money. That's deck. right. <laughs> <laughs> and they've got another uh, uh, $419.6 million overseas for Doctor Strange, which is now past Deadpool. Uh, oh, and, wow. Yeah. Huh. 
So it's also zoomed past uh, Iron Man 2 this week, and the next heroes to follow will be Suicide Squad. And it bears to note that Deadpool nor Suicide Squad opened in China, where Doctor Strange has amassed $110.3 million. Hmm. All right. So we can write that one off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now, folks, uh, as usual, we like to do our box office bet. We, of course, uh, did Incarnate there, uh, the Aaron Eckhart horror film that uh, did not do so well at the box office. Uh, sadly, this week we only have one other title, much like last week, being released in the box office. So there's not really any need to bet this year, this week in the chat room because the only film in contention is going to be Office Christmas Party coming out this week from Paramount, uh, 2,800 theaters. So we'll be doing that for a box office breakdown. But before we get to that or about predictions for next week's box office, we like to do a box office uh, look back on one of the stars and one of the upcoming films. Uh, since there's only one film being looked at, this is one of those kind of big catch-all casts. Yeah. Uh, it's got a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I, so I, I picked probably the one I was excited to always see in a film. That's Jason Bateman. So mm-hmm. I went with his top five opening films there at the box office. Uh, number seven, or excuse me, uh, number five for him, uh, we cut off Dodgeball, a true underdog story, which they just billed as a cameo. Which I guess is true. I mean, he played the reporter. I mean, the uh, the guy from the Ocho. I don't remember him in that at all. Yeah, uh, he was uh, he was the cop, yeah, one of the commentators. Yeah, it yes. must have been just a quick little bit. Yeah. ESPN eight, the Ocho. <laughs> uh, but coming in for number five for our purposes, there was horrible bosses from Warner Brothers back in 2011, 28.3 million dollars. I never saw this never one saw or the second either. one. Yeah, I, I never did. I see no, I didn't see the second one. The first one was wait. I thought when I think about it, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston have been in a lot of movies together. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Switch one. <laughs> yeah, the Switch. Yeah, yeah. that's I what I was like thinking that. of. <laughs> I watched that on a plane or something. And like, the breakup. That seems right? like a perfect. Pl- uh, that was uh, Vin- uh, Vince Vaughn. In Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Yeah. And, br- and the breakup is on Jason Bateman's is number two is for Jason Bateman. Oh my gosh, he was in that too. Good lord, I never saw that one. All I right. didn't see that one. You yet. didn't? Nope. There's a, there's some really funny moments. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, yeah. we'll get to that. Uh, coming in at number uh, number four for him, Couples Retreat from Universal came out in 2009, uh, 34.2 million. This one I did not see. I, I did, but I wanted to be, I, I was wanting to see it because it's like, hey, uh, Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. Coming back together, they hadn't just really done anything. So much dumb stuff that goes uh. down, and you're just frustrated watching them be stupid. Or, again, the let's put people in awkward situations and we'll laugh at them, and you're like, uh, uh. Mm-hmm. uh just, that's a shame. Know. Yep, no, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, it's not my kind of humor. I also don't think I really like him much. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Jason Bateman? Yeah. Really? I, not my kind of funny. Interesting. I don't necessarily oh, think he's a bad actor. He's just not my kind of funny. Though. Is one of the best shows ever. I watched like one episode and I, I couldn't even watch number two. So. Have you guys ever seen Bad Words? Yes. That was a good That's movie. That's probably my favorite movie that okay. he's ever made. I, yeah, I know what it I mean, I again, I, I understand that Arrested Development is a very well-liked show and uh, not doubting that. It's just one of those, it's, I didn't get it. Is your, uh, do you not enjoy like, kind of like the humor that makes you kind of uncomfortable and kind of squirming? I just, I think it's weak a weak kind of humor of like okay we'll just make people uncomfortable and laugh at them and I'm like really that's no I totally agree which is why I've had conversations about bridesmaids a lot with my friends that one no I don't like that but, one but um, <laughs> I don't think Arrested Development I think it's just I think it's so quirky and I also yeah what, I know. Uh, what did I watch like very recently was a very young young Jason Bateman and he just plays like a complete smarmy like gross guy do you guys know what I'm talking about it's like really good like one of his first movies plays someone's brother Mm, no, damn it. Blanking, you nailed, know. nailed it. Somebody's brother. But I'll, I would give Arrested <laughs> Development a chance that I'd go back and like try to watch. Like most shows, I'll give it at least like two to three episodes before I'm like, okay, I'm done. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. Love it. I just love it. So, like, uh, shows like Curb Your Enthusiasm, things like that, where you're just kind of like, oh, or, or any like the Ricky Gervais. Curb, I huh? like. And like Extras or The Office, kind of like Ricky Gervais. You know, Gervais's. Extras, though? Like, oh, I like him. Okay. Uh, but I didn't watch that one yet. You know which one I could never watch was um, The Comeback with Lisa Kudrow. Man, that. I didn't watch that one. It's, that first season is just, man. I was like, why am I watching it? But there's one where they go to Palm Springs for the weekend, mm-hmm. where that episode. Genuinely made me laugh, and so for that I was like, "All right, I'm with this series." Because I did laugh because it was it was so ridiculous. Uh, but we're, this is not TV talk, guys. This is box no, office sorry. breakdown. Sorry, we got a little. That's our special little TV talk uh, tangent that we're going to be introducing. Mm-hmm. The box office breakdown, trailers, TV talk. That's right. It's uh, all we, we need a new. Right. We need a new poster because it's not <laughs> well, inclusive. No, 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 no. It's movies bleed uh, t- into TV, and TV bleeds into movies. So. Uh, Star Drew uh, is trying to help out. No, Quinn. it's not Teen Wolf. Not Teen, but Teen Wolf Two. No, not even Teen Wolf Two. Oh, <laughs> I also like that it's two isn't also. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Uh, I, I'm not even going to Google it. It's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth <laughs> this it. This is taking up too much valuable <laughs> box office talk time. Number number three. Uh, Identity Thief with uh, you know Jason Bateman and uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh-huh. I don't even want to touch that one. That was a rough movie to watch. Okay. That See, was. I was like, hmm. But I think it had less to do with Jason Bateman and more with Melissa McCarthy and that sort of role. She kind of hits that nail over the head a lot in some of her films and that gets really exhausting with me. I like loved her in like Mike and Molly and stuff but movie wise I'm like. Mm. Or Gilmore Girls when she plays Suki. I haven't watched Gilmore. Well, I mean, like, I think we can (laughs) give... I want to give her a little more credit than that. I actually think she's pretty phenomenal. I, like, I thought Spy was funny for what it was. Well, I think she's better in Spy, but when she plays that kind of, like, just that obnoxious kind of just bull in a china shop character, Uh a little of that goes a long way with me. Like, I thought, like, uh, Bridesmaids, Mm. when she was kind of relegated to, like, 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 you know, kind of, like, she kind of come in in accent scenes. Like, Uh that was fine. Like, certain people, they should, they're better. She's one of the best parts of Bridesmaids, I think. Like, some people are better as an ensemble and not main one, because then it's just too, well, it's too much. You yeah. get overloaded. Yeah, yeah, that was the case. They kind of took that sort of character and said, yeah. hey, why don't we just make that one of the focuses there on Identity yeah. Thief? You're like, oh, man, enough, please. Mm-hmm. A little mm-hmm. that went a long way. Uh, number uh, number two, uh, as Quinn was mentioning, The Breakup. Mm-hmm. Uh, very funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's enjoying <laughs> it right there. <laughs> it's Gary on the kick drum. Come, come on the kick drum, Gary. It's so funny. There's this this, this crazy scene. Is this in the movie? In the you movie. Never take a pitch whistle out of a guy's hand when he's in the middle of a <laughs> funky groove. <laughs> it's so good. Okay, the, the movie as a whole is not that good, but this p- specific scene is phenomenal. It's worth the watch just for the, just for the dinner scene. Uh, Star okay. Drew is throwing out another title for you, Quinn, in the chat. Uh, Love Stinks. Is that... Uh, Possibility. All right, if we're gonna I just keep... pulled it up on IMDb. That was one of them. Or uh, Necessary Roughness. Oh, Necessary Roughness. Scott Bakula, man. I enjoyed that movie. It just loves underdogs coming up. Uh, those college underdogs. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, Breaking I was... Breaking the Rules. Hold on. A uh, Taste of Killing. Oof, that sounds great. These are all like real... Crossing the Mob. Why do none of these sound familiar? Moving Target. Nothing says brother under... <laughs> well, I'm sure he had a name. Uh, uh, but I, uh, Alpin, I do agree with you in the chat. Thank you, uh, saying Identity Thief was atrocious. Thank you. Yes, that was a yeah. rough movie to sit through. Uh, and Alpin right. also threw out there that Paul Feig is the one who can direct, who can direct Melissa McCarthy. So I mean, he did her in Bridesmaids and also Ghostbusters. Too, I, I thought she was fine at uh, Ghostbusters. Again, part yeah. of the ensemble, though. Yes, exactly. So, but uh, I feel like there are directors that can yeah. get get those certain traits out of an actor and mm-hmm. know how to kind of direct them really well. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I feel like the same thing like with uh, Vince Vaughn, like. 
as we're talking about characters like the breakup, like Vince yeah. Vaughn's another actor that I feel like has the need, needs the right director yeah. to kind of just find because he can be he can just go off like a crazy man with this kind of rapid uh, assault where he's just rat a tat 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 tat. Yeah. But you get the right director, I think you can really get something good out of him. Yes. Uh, coming in number one, I know a few people in there talked about it. Uh, it's not Starsky and Hutch, Drew. Although that was that came out I think just after uh, Horrible Bosses uh, is Hancock. Will I did Smith. like that one. I've never seen it, I, and I feel like I it's should good. because it's like it was you know, cool, like a superhero yeah. film that's you know like a, but like its, its not own thing. Really, yeah, it is, but it's not. But I mean, all right, I guess we're talking. I mean, this film came out in two thousand eight, made sixty two point six million dollars, directed by Peter Berg, starring uh, Will Smith, Charlize Theron, uh-huh. and uh, Jason Bateman. But like the deal is like uh, Will Smith plays like an ancient, like an like a almost like an immortal dude, yeah. so to speak. But then Charlize Theron like. Also is another one of that from that race, and they they were they were together. That seemed like weird to me, which I've not seen the movie, Wait, so I don't know how it plays together. But it's one of those that works within the w- realm of the world that they made in the film. So that's what I mean of like it's a superhero, but not qu- a superhero movie, but not quite. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not like the superhero movies that are out now because they're essentially like just like ex husband and wife. Right? Yes, I think so. It's been a while, yeah. but um, I remember it's it's cool because it's different. Would you? Because I, I remember there was always like talk like, oh, there's going to be Hancock too. There's always kind of like those rumors that you kind of no, hear about. Would you want? Yeah, that was it. Fine, <laughs> but that's like certain shows and certain movies. You're almost better ending it where it is instead of dragging it out. It's like you've you've buttoned it, you've wrapped it, you got the bow, leave it. Because when you keep it going, you're just like, well, eh. see, and I end on I, a. It's like food. You end on the best bite possible. It's a dovetail back into Fantastic Beasts. See, for me, I just. Eat forever. <laughs> there you go. See, I felt much like Carrie was describing mm-hmm. that that feeling. I felt that way about Fantastic Beasts. Like that mm-hmm. f- that film, it reached an end where I feel like everything was kind of pretty much just tied up, mm-hmm. and it kept like, going. I was like, well, it's like I don't know if I need to see four more movies in it this bogeyed. series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like eh, in golf it. when you go one past par, that's bogeying, and there's like you can bogey a movie, you can bogey a joke where you just push it a little too yep. far. Look at you, and it's golf. Thank yeah. you. I made, yeah, me and my friends came up with that, and it's gotten ki- kind of popular. Yeah, okay. I like it. I'm trying to make fetch happen, if you can't tell. Okay, well, there you go. That's a good point, guys. Uh, thank you, chat room. I don't quite remember Hancock well enough. I remember I enjoyed it, but um, quite a few people are chiming in that, like, the beginning starts well, and then it changes a bit towards the end. I but, can't really remember much about the movie. Yeah. But, like and the, I saw it, so. I just remember I liked it. He's kind of like has... the surly, kind of reluctant hero that's yes. got to kind of reclaim his, yeah. you know, remember what he's fighting yeah. for. Yeah. Like, find the hero within again. Mm-hmm. Aha. Aha, we did it. Uh, so, <laughs> and yes. And was Eva Mendes. Who was in that with him? Shirley's Theron. Theron. Oh, wait. I must be thinking of Hitch. <laughs> That's a good one, too, but anyway. Uh, so, all right. So our upcoming film that we'll be uh, doing our box office bet in just a moment is Office Christmas Party. But before that, we're going to do our top five prediction for next week's box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Office Christmas Party from Paramount Pictures, starring Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, uh, you name uh, it, yes, they're in it. T.J. Miller, mm-hmm. uh, a few other people. Yes, it almost feels like it's... Maybe a more adult comedy-oriented version of like Valentine's Day, like the Gary yeah, Marshall films. Yeah, I was going to say like doing like a Love Actually oh, kind yeah, of. Yeah. You know, trying to throw um, a bunch of names in there. I think they're just on Facebook, um, but there's these really amusing. Oh no, they're on Twitter too. Um, there's these really good uh, HR uh, videos for it that my friend uh, helped make, and uh, you guys should check them out. I don't know if you guys have seen them. But it's like an HR video from the characters in the movie, like getting ready for the Christmas party. Um, don't drink alcohol. And they like give an example of what happens when the people drink alcohol. And then they're like, nope, let's start over. And they're... <laughs> Do you guys know the snake, idea. the snake juice episode of Parks and Rec? No. Mm, okay. No. Moving on. Right. <laughs> but yes, if you guys see those trailers, they're, they're fun little videos. If you see 
It's like HR videos for Office Party. They're oh. really cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Fun. Uh, so Promos. yeah, so that is Promos. that is a good tension. It's opening up in twenty eight hundred theaters. So it's a nice nice opening size for and that. And it's a comedy. There haven't been a lot of like straight up comedies recently. Mm-hmm. No, and, there's and nothing it's the only really... thing opening. Yeah. yeah. So we and got... it's getting ready for Christmas. It's actually now this is one where it's like. Just before Christmas, good timing. You guys decorated yes. or gotten a tree or any kind of maybe no. maybe. Uh... Carrie, what I are you know. waiting for? Well, I recently moved. Everything's like still in boxes and or stuff. a menorah. Mm. I don't want to just pretend like we're all necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Or something for the winter solstice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Something. All of those things. No, everything's still in a box. I got a little tree. You yourself, Quinn? We have um, a little bit. We have string lights and a monkey with a Santa hat. Um, That's perfect. Cute. I love it. And it, the monkey isn't alive. It's just a stuffed monkey. <laughs> I felt like I needed to tell you guys that. <laughs> oh, well, that now I don't want to come oh, over boy. to your place then. Because I know. I, 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 I had it's to, only a live monkey or say, nothing for me. Everyone was going to be so excited that I had a live monkey with a Santa hat on. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to let right. anyone Ooh. down. <laughs> just like a little dumb stuffed monkey. It's like an elf on a shelf kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, so, th- so then, are you being really good then to make sure that uh, you know mm-hmm. Santa's watching? Santa ape comes in and gives you like <laughs> Santa is <laughs> always watching. Uh, all right, so Quinn, hmm. uh, are you ready to just jump back in, get back on that horse, so to speak, that box office breakdown yeah, horse? I feel like I've been on it yeah. since he sat down. All right, Can I, you, it's because I'm sitting in DJ Richie's guy's chair. That's right. Yeah. He's always, he's classy all the time. Yep. Uh, can you give us what your top five is for yeah. next week? Um, all right, I got uh, starting off with uh, number one. We're gonna Ooh. have Office Xmas Party. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, just looking at just looking at Moana's numbers and where they are. I think uh, you know. I think Office Party is gonna beat whatever half of Moana is. Okay. So just kind of playing the numbers game there. Number two, Moana. Three, Fantastic. Four, Arrival. So I kept those in the same. And then I'm going to bump Allied out of there and put Doctor Strange at number five. Hmm, I can see that. It seems like, uh, that seems like a good move. Uh, Carrie Lane, do you disagree? Oh, Sorry, t- chat room uh, was bringing up cuffing. Cuffing. Uh, cuffing under the mistletoe. <laughs> I know. Um, I agree and disagree. Ooh. It's one of those, I think, I thought it was an interesting idea for a Christmas uh, office Christmas party to be number one. But... It is a, I don't necessarily know if it has that wide kind of appeal. I think Moana's going to still hold on to um, number one. And then maybe I'll bump in uh, Christmas Party for two. Then Fantastic Beasts. Uh, then Arrival, and I agree, Doctor Strange, bump out Allied. I'm uh, I'm siding with Carrie Lane. Yeah, Carrie Lane is basically yeah. about right. Yeah, I was riding, uh, going you know? down that route as well. So Carrie, Carrie and I just, we uh, we sync up too often. Apparently. That's right. <laughs> you guys, are cycles are synced. Uh, that's right, that guys. So <laughs> Our box up the cycles that have synced so up. Uh, so, uh, now we, uh, folks, as we're uh, coming towards the end of the show, we're going to do our box office bet. Now, as yeah. usual, the way the box office Let's bet see. works is that we're all going to guess the opening box office title for a film, usually cha- chosen by you in the chat room, but since there's only one film opening up this week, which is Office Christmas Party, where unfortunately not going to be able to you guys vote because there's only one film to choose from. So the one that's closest to the actual box office total gets to have bragging rights that they're so smart they know the numbers. The one that's farthest away will have to go see that movie in the theater and then come and tell us all about it. And come and tell us all about it. All right, so uh, we'll, what do you think? Uh, again, Paramount Pictures, 28. Yo, I cannot theater. find my calculator. 2,800 screens. I'm sorry, am I Jason crazy? Or is Jennifer it, Anderson. Is there no calculator on my phone? Hold on. I'll find I'll figure this out. Uh let's see here. What Got do we it. think it could make here? Uh I'm gonna go Okay. Hold on, let me look at the numbers really quick one time or last week. Wait. 
28, right, was Moana? Yes, tw- uh, 28, yeah. Uh, ooh, I wonder, I might be, oh, I might be overshooting here with that then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we put right. it at number two. Okay, yep. Uh, man, okay. it's going to be a quiet December. Right? Yeah. Uh, God. Oh, man. All right. Uh, while we're reading, Sky yeah, Patterson, thank you for the question. So what do people want to see more from, uh, more blockbuster movies or original films in the future? Original. I want to say both, because they both have a place. Uh, I would like independent films to get more recognition, though. Or, or mass, yeah. more mass release so that more people can see them, because often independent movies get, like, you know, 100 theaters or something like that. Or if it's a specialty movie, it's so hard for, you know, your average person to go see it. We're very lucky in Los Angeles that we have a lot of different theaters, but, you know, there's random places that's like, well, how are they going to go see a movie mm-hmm. if it's, like, such a limited release. So. And I'll yeah. give it up for, uh, like, Christopher Nolan. I I, I like him because he certainly does the, the Dark Knight trilogy, but then mm-hmm. he also does uh, almost seems to look like, you can think, like, original films but with a bigger budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get uh, Interstellar, you've got uh, uh, Inception, things like that, and now Dunkirk coming out as well, which uh, there's going to be, I think, 12 minutes of that uh, screened in front of uh, Rogue One as well mm-hmm. in 70mm. Okay. So uh, I, I do like the idea that he's doing a lot more original movies there, but just with a bigger budget. It's kind of yeah. something you can mm-hmm. do with that. But, I mean, like, I, I voiced my, you know, disapproval about reboots and remakes and prequels yeah. and, pre- and, you know, you know I'm so over it. It's, it's really hard for me to want to go see a movie with a two mm-hmm. at the end. I mean, I, I you know, I'm, there are exceptions, obviously. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm going to be more jazzed about something that feels like a, a new idea, always. Yeah. All right. So, we've now uh, reached the part where we're going to... What about, like, based on... Uh, well, what if it's based on something, like, you don't really know about? Like, we were talking, um, like, I'm uh, very excited for uh, Valerian based on, and mm-hmm. it's based on a graphic novel that I don't know anything about. No, yeah, I mean, like, I was excited, so cool. uh, you know, Ender's Game, the, the, that's a, yeah. a good example okay. of one. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely if think that... If you're not familiar with Yeah, if you're not as familiar with it, then, yeah, yeah I do think that there's, there's definitely a place for it. And also, mm-hmm. just, like, I do think that, like, you know, there's definitely been lots of times where you're just, like... Oh, that was a great idea because they, they wanted they could bring things to screen that they could never do you know in other ways mm-hmm. and that's kind of cool. Yeah, I I've been wanting to see Watch Maze Runner and that's been like set oh, up on my DVR yeah. to record okay. and then I keep deleting it when I get out of space. You can skip like, that one. No, no, it's a really really good book. I Maze really Runner? like the book. Yeah, read the book. Don't um, watch the movie. The movie's really cool. They do change a lot. So it's almost better to watch the movie and then read the book because then it will add more rather than take away. Gotcha. I really was disappointed um, with the movie. But I you read really it first. Yeah? I read it first. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the problem. Like I, I, I read it first and then watched the movie. And I'm like, ooh, they did change a lot. And I'm like, eh. so but, the stakes and Scorch Trials was really good. But then the lead actor got injured, so now there's a delay into making the third one. Dylan yeah. right. O'Brien. Yeah. He's he gave on, his, He's on Team Wolf. I'm on, on MTV. He gave his off yeah. the movie, guys. Just know that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We are at our moment that we're, we're just, uh, we reveal our numbers here. All right. Quinn, what did you predict that Office Christmas Party will be doing next right. week at the box office? I have office? a feeling I'm going to be high. All right. And my phone is is Someone is in the chat said 30. I feel like you... Oof. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I don't know what's happening. It's okay. <laughs> oh, um, there you are. I said 16 and a half. Oh, 16.5. 16 All, right. All right. Carrie Lane. 12. I don't know where to look. 12? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I went high. I went 22. <laughs> <laughs> How did I end up in the middle of that one? Oh, man. Oh, uh, no. 
I hope I'm. Oh boy. Yeah, but you know what though? I do see it actually getting old. Maybe closer to twenty though. I but really wait. do. So you think Moana's not going to drop that much? But we put uh, it at number two. I remember? Know, I know. Remember? I was like twenty-eight, and then I, oh, oh. I had I, I bumped myself down to nineteen, and then during our talk, I bumped it back up to twenty-two. What have I done? Uh, well, because well, if we're putting Moana at one, it's twenty-eight now. It'll be maybe about fourteen-ish. Yeah, and mean, this needs to be less if it's number two. Yeah, but you gotta stick with it. You uh, broke it down. I did. I did. It's like black in. I think it's gonna do a lot more than twelve. Uh, uh, we've had some low numbers recently, so yes. I'm gonna stay yeah. safer. This star power is just gonna. Oh, I should have gone. Yeah. Well, it, you know, into number we'll one. Out, we'll find out. All right, it yes. is gonna. It is going to like. It is gonna be com- coming into number one on fumes. Ooh, I think. Or this ah. is a movie that I think will maybe get better word of mouth as people see yeah, it and they go, "No, really, it's really funny." Yeah. <laughs> I just think we've got it's the only thing opening. You're like, please, please, please you guys. Yes, uh, it's the, the only the thing comedy. opening. What? What was the comedy they released last year around Christmas time? Oh, oh I don't know. That yeah, was kind of like I was oh, drunk uh, all with Seth of Rogen. Last Christmas. Yes, uh, yeah, the um, Seth oh, the, Rogen, Jason uh, Gordon, Gordon Levitt. Yes. Yeah, and How Anthony Mackie. Oh, yeah, that one. Uh, let's look at. Let's look it up really quick. Hold on, I'm gonna look. Oh, I'm gonna movie. look. You guys talk about kind of that same talk feel of life. Yourself. It's true. It's a Christmas story, but it's funny and geared more toward towards adults. Right. And, you know, like, yeah. I th- I think this looks hilarious though. T.J. Miller's. I love T.J. I love. Uh, oh, the night before. And thank I love you. the chat room said the night, uh, the night before. And thank I you. love my mom Jennifer Aniston so much. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Uh, Alvin, what, uh, was, what was I thinking, Frank? I don't know. I, I don't know Star what I was thinking. Star Drew says I'm going to yes. lose. Ah, all right. Star Drew in the chat says 20 bucks. Carrie will lose that bet. Oof. Uh, uh, Star Drew, he, uh, he home alone, he? He home alone me? What? Mm, I don't know. All right. Home alone me. Oh, uh, my God, you guys. What? Oh, oh yes. Wait. <laughs> what? Shoot. I lost it. Hold on. I think this movie made We're a looking l- up how much the night before made. The night before made. Hold on. Oh, uh, Jamie in the chat says twenty-two million is way too high for that movie. No chance. Uh, then we got Sky going office party. Uh, Twenty-eight million. Opening okay. Weekend. All right. Seems opening weekend for night before was nine million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Kiss, kiss, heaven. Oh, all right. Oh, I'll man. be seeing Office well, Christmas Party. And in, in your defense, actually closer to maybe, ten. We'll round it up to ten. Maybe, oh, okay, hopefully, great. my friends' promotional videos are getting into more yes. people that you can get higher numbers than that. Uh, well, I, I, and this I'm had just saying, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, yeah. that's not star power. Mm. But I'd rather watch a movie with Jason Bateman over Seth Rogen any day. So I'm true. Maybe, that's a different I kind agree. of comedy. Yes. And TJ. Fair enough. I, and T.J. Miller, yeah, he can be funny. I yeah. think that this movie is definitely going to do better than The Night Before. Kate McKinnon, come on, you're riding that hot Ghostbusters vibe off. Yeah. Been killing yeah. it on SNL. Killing yeah, that's it. right, guys. Right, you need to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Everybody out there, you need see to see Alfred's Christmas Party. Forget all of those small independent art films. Go see this. Yeah. Yeah. Just so yeah. Frank doesn't lose the yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. boy. All right, well, we'll find out how uh, how quickly I'll be seeing mm. Alfred's Christmas Party. I, I, I guess yeah. I have my holiday plans set for me. You know mm. what? Just do a doubleheader. Don't, even, don't you dare pay for that. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. rob those in theaters blind. Uh, all right, folks. Thanks so much for joining us here tonight. Mm-hmm. This is going to wrap us up for this episode of Box office breakdown but the fun doesn't stop here you can like us on facebook give us those five stars on itunes subscribe to the youtube channel thanks so much everybody for hopping in the chat we love having you interact with us during the course of the show uh do yourselves a favor 
guys. I mean, you've really worked hard tonight, probably this whole week. And it's only, and it's only even Monday. I mean, just think that it's only the first day of the week and you've already worked so hard. Go see Office Christmas Party. You really deserve it. <laughs> Treat yourself this weekend. Go, go see it twice. Go see it twice because it's so good. You guys deserve it. I, don't do it for me. Just do it for yourselves. You'll be so happy that you did. But if you want to continue the conversation or just make fun of my ridiculous over-the-top bet for Office Christmas Party, uh, where can you find... Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Quinn, where can I find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skilly, and you can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram, and you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. And you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Uh, thanks as always to James in the booth. Look mm-hmm. at that. Uh, you make it sound so good and, and have so much fun with us. Thanks so much. Uh, and guys, just go see Alpha Christmas Party. I don't need to tell you where to find me on Twitter. I was just going to say, you didn't say where to find you. No, you set you. it up. And you're like, no, you don't even need to find me. I'll say it for him because I want the Jackie. screen time. Happy <laughs> <Damn> Go Jackie. <laughs> Happy Go Jackie. <laughs> All right, folks. That's going to do, <laughs> do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.